Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back. This is going to be Thursday for the Helega Shara Bitachon, and we are number 51. Let's see this now in the Shara Bitachon. We were discussing the ideas of how come the Torah doesn't talk about the reality of Olam Haba inside the Torah, and now we're up to the third reason. Umehem, page 201. Umehem. Another reason why Olam Haba isn't mentioned in the Torah. Let's face it. At the time the Torah was given, the people were very simple-minded. And we see that from the fact. Like we see what's written in them inside the Torah 209. The Torah describes their many complaints and quarrels with Moshe in the wilderness. All these sins of pettiness were related to their inability to fully appreciate that man exists primarily to earn a place in Ilam Haba, and the comforts of this world are secondary. So, the Torah is given then. You're going to go and start to talk about Ilam Haba. You're going to start to talk about Gehenna, all these different things. Hashem decided, I'm going to deal with them like a way a father teaches or deals with his young kid when he has to discipline him. Gentleness with patience. That he was a nar and so I had to show him love. And now the Chavad Lavavot will go and elaborate this with a mashal. When a father wants to go and he wants to really lead his son or to teach his son when his son is in his childhood, when the son is in a place of just, when he's young. So what does the father do? That in order that the son gets to such heights of understanding in the future. But at the time now, like you want the kid to get there, but right now, the kid just isn't smart enough to comprehend these lofty concepts. So if the father would say to him, look, you know, there's going to be great things in the future for you. So you know what? Put up with all these difficult things now. And don't worry, one day, you're going to see that it's actually good for you. One day, you're going to know that it's sweet. So the kid's not going to be able to put up with this. He's not going to listen to his father. He doesn't know what those good things in the future are. He's a little kid. So instead, the father's going to promise him something sweet now. Good food, good drinks, good clothing, or a good, uh, a nice car, all these different things. And the father does have to threaten him with some sort of consequence that's going to happen to him now. If you don't learn, look, if you learn, you get the car, you get the But if not, there has to be a consequence of now. You're not going to get food. You're going to be hungry. You're not going to get those nice clothing. You're going to, you're going to have tattered clothing, and you may have to hit him. But don't have all these other similar punishments. And at the same time, he's going to then try and encourage a child with some kind of logical reasoning that the kid himself would be able to understand. From different proofs, different evidence, or things that are right there, that his senses his senses could detect. That'll be easier for the child to then put up with the difficult times knowing that there's reward, being told that there's logical things, and understanding that there's punishment if he doesn't. And then finally, when he matures, Father, when his intellect opens up, then then finally he'll understand 
what the purpose of all that discipline was for. And apply it to his own efforts now in his own life. And those pleasant things that were given to him, they're not going to mean as much anymore now. Meaning, the kid needed those pleasantries then in order to kind of use him to be the carrot on the stick. But now that he hops, the reality of it, the kid is going after because, hey, I get now the bigger picture. And that is the approach that the father is going to have, to have chemla, to have compassion toward his son, to let him gradually get there, to gradually uh, become the big person he can. So Hashem encouraged us with either immediate reward, and that's what the Torah talks about when it talks about the Kvalot reward, or frighten them with those punishments, and that's why there's so many punishments. Because when they're coming towards the Avodah, the service of Hashem, they're too small to understand what Olam Haba is and understand what it is that they're going to get if they A, do positive, or B, do negative. And then it will be, um, uh, they would only be able, and will only conduct themselves if the goal was something closer for them in something now. And so we see that same explanation with Hashem inside the Torah. What does this mean? So what this means is, is that you find that the Torah will talk how Hashem has arms, eyes, you know, all these different things. You know, Hashem got upset in his nose. When you're a kid, you kind of imagine Hashem's eyes or Hashem's arms. As you get older, you understand all those things are there as a marshal. We don't understand what those things mean. Hashem has no corporal body. That's just all there is to it. So why does it say it? It's to be able to start us off. So the Torah was there to start us off. And as we got older, and we can appreciate the Torah Shabbat Peh, we'll understand the depths of Olam Haba so much greater. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.